Welcome to the Cosmic Reality Radio Show with Nancy Hopkins, Walt Silva, and Dolly Howard. This is a production of Cosmic Reality Radio. Welcome to the Cosmic Reality Radio Show. It's January 26, 2021. With me is Walt Silva, Dolly Howard, and I'm Nancy Hopkins. So, Walt, are you there? Yes? I don't know. Uh, Dolly was hearing me. Oh, well, okay. That's good. I, I had you muted. We like hearing each other. Good, good. Yeah, so what were you talking about? This. I was I was asking her if she had seen the um, the video that you sent me about the White House at night. It made no sense to me because the the man in the video, well, not the man in the video, but the man talking about the video. He's talking about everyone in the White House being arrested. I don't know. They're and they're describing things that I cannot see in the video. Like they're saying, oh. Do you see the cop cars driving around the White House? So many people were arrested, and then at the at the end, uh, a whole fireworks uh, goes off. The only detail that uh, that caught my attention because we had spoken about it on the radio. So when this happened is beyond me. Is that the White House in the video has the flagpole on it, as opposed to the other pictures from the other day where it shows a, a sequence of photos where the flagpole was removed from the White House. So all like, so I don't know. I have no idea what they're looking at in that video. And you said this more or less the same thing. Well, the, the flagpole thing. Okay, the flagpole did come down. But then the next time I saw the White House, it had a flagpole on it. So... Mm, um. You know, they probably switched them out. I mean, I don't know why they do that, except you can hold a lot of electronics in a flagpole. Oh. You know, I don't know what that was about. But, yeah, when when the inauguration, uh, well, actually, we don't exactly know when the inauguration film was filmed. I mean, if you get into that, oh, well, yeah. oh, my God. Have you gotten into any of that? But let's back go back to that film. Okay. It, it, that film came from Carrie Cassidy, so somebody sent it to her. And do you remember when we were looking at the, the flagpole come down? It was a similar view, right? So I'm not yeah, it was sure. Similar, similar in what sense? That in, is in, the same location of yeah, the flagpole? The, yeah, the location of who's filming. Uh, and yeah, this, this is, appears to be uh, the, the film, the pictures of the flagpole coming down. You can see uh, somebody's hand and a and a on the cell phone. So it was it was the, the, the somebody was taking the picture and was on a on, what do you call it on a window inside an, an office window, I guess, facing the White House. That much was clear. But this other one is I don't know where they're filming it from because it's a much uh, farther away view view. 
where you can see the White House and you see the avenues around it. Um, but it's it's nighttime and all you can see is these lights going back and forth. And they're saying in the video that it's all these cop cars driving around the White House, driving around and driving around, and they're and they're arresting people from the White House. And and at the very end, you see uh, fireworks. So it, there's no mention as to when was this filmed. So I'm I'm so uh, confused. <laughs> Well, uh, okay, I don't know what it really signifies. I will say that from the vantage point of the photographer is that when you're looking at something, it can look a lot bigger than when you try to film it. So maybe he could definitely see the cop cars, you know, in when he was filming it, but not on the film, if you know what I mean. Um, Mm -hmm. I think that the fireworks had to be, had to be, you know, graphics, you know, uh, what do they call it, computer graphics, because it just was, you'd think that somebody would would notice it in D.C., and somewhere you'd see a report of it. (laughs) What was all those fireworks works out last night, you know? But the fact of the matter is, is that it looks like that he films when the whole area went dark, and that did happen. They did lose electricity in D.C. So, I don't know. When? um, Actually, uh, the day that, well, the day that this came up. I was talking to somebody saying, did you see this? And they said, well, I didn't didn't exactly see what you're talking about, but the power did go off in D.C. And this today. what, What? But I don't understand when the power went out. While they what was what he when he on the film, he's showing all these cop cars, where he says, and it, he filmed for two hours, and then he says, and then this happens, and he's he's skipping through the film. It's like you know two hours of filming, and then he says, and was then it, this. Was it the day of the inauguration? No, 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 no. It was a couple. That's of days. what I'm asking. What day was this? A couple of days ago. Biden's are supposed to be in the White House. We don't think they're in the White House, but that's what they're supposed to be, where they're right. supposed to be. Yeah. You know? And did, did you guys hear when Simon Parks, Simon, uh, he, he said something I had not heard before um, to give more more credence to the knowledge that he this man has obviously nothing to do there in the White House. He said that the day before he left the White House, he fired the main, the, the main, um, what do you call it, the butler of the White House. So when Biden and his people showed up, the offices were locked. <laughs> Nobody had the key how to get into the into the Oval Office. That just goes to show the kind of control he has, which is nothing. No, the front door was locked. No, it was no. It was what, the Oval Office. Simon said. It, it, they got in the door, whatever door they went to for the outside of the White House. But when they got to the office, they were locked out because <laughs> the butler was fired by somebody. And so the butler wasn't there and he took the keys with him. <laughs> well, I don't so, know about that because it looked to me I like the front that. door. I, I, I've got a picture of it someplace. I'm looking for. 
Well, that's what Simon said. That's. Uh, <laughs> well, he said a few well, days before that that us. they weren't going to be locked. They weren't going to be let in. You know, before the inauguration, he said. And then there's go they're going to try to get in the White House, and they're not going to be able to get in. And we all thought that was very funny. But then they did sort of get locked out of the... Yeah, they got locked out, all right. <laughs> I love it. I, no I was idea. kind of disappointed when they walked right into the White House. I, I was really disappointed. I, I thought, well, nothing is ever what they say it's going to be. But then when I heard Simon Park say the butler had absconded with the key or the White House office <laughs> that made my day <laughs> so that's what Walt was trying to say what Simon had told okay I'm going I did find I know where I put the picture I put the picture um, up on Jan's thing because she talked about it on her show at it and thought that it was the uh the front door, but I could have been wrong. I've never been to the front door of the White House. I don't actually know what it looks like. <laughs> I have. I've toured the White House. You mean a celebrity like you has never been inside the White House? No, I've never <laughs> even been on the outside of the White House. I was really disappointed with it. But you see, I, that... it was on our, our, uh, our high school trip that we went there. And I was, even as a high school senior student, I was really disappointed in the size of the White House. Well, it's it's old, right? It's, it, it dates back, it's even older than the Civil War? <laughs> I don't yeah, know President Adams. <laughs> President Adams lived there because he and Dolly had to run because it was being burned down by the British. Oh. And so the original one. I'm not that old. <laughs> Dolly Adams, not Dolly Howard. Oh, oh, oh! That was the other incarnation, Dolly. <laughs> <laughs> That's why you were punished with with this incarnation because of all the things you did in that other incarnation. Yeah. Well, they were they were still uh, they were still the good guys up until 1871. The Civil War, but this was the war, be the 1812 war, and you know, I mean, essentially, the dang thing burned down. They lost a lot of really valuable artifacts. She managed to get oh, she took George Washington's portrait out of there before it burned. She saved that portrait, and then um, the next thing that happened that was would have changed the entire thing was when Truman was there. I think it was, I'm pretty sure it was Truman, but it was so awful. It was falling apart. There was leaks all over the place. The plumb. They had to gut the entire thing. And whatever I was watching that was going through this White House thing, you, you actually saw photographs, and there was nothing there except the outside stone, really. So, you know, it's, it's not what it was. But you say it's really small, huh, Dolly? Yeah, that's the impression that I got. Of course, uh, they didn't take us into the presidential housing rooms, uh, 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 wherever they were, but where they did take us, it was small. 
That's that's all I remember is, geez, oh Pete, what a what a disappointment this is. So you don't think we have to save it and keep it, huh? We can get rid of it. Well, there's no way in hell I want anybody else to walk in those. That, if they have been in the White House, no, please no. They, there, no. It's full of evil now. Well, the, they burn the sucker down. Well, the, the the thing of it is, is that you know, okay, people thought that, and we told you last week what we thought, what we what, what we knew was being said. That's all we tell you is what we know was being said. We can't tell you if it's right or wrong. You know, we don't have right. the inside. We don't have the inside connections. You know, but if you and you're you're not muted there, well, when you when you're not muted, you breathe deeply and it sounds like rumbling. <laughs> Anyway, thank you, Walt. Love you. Um, so we've got the we, we we told you that you know the uh, whole whole thing was was there was a lot of movie sets and stuff, and we'll get more into that. But the thing of it is, is that we were told what Charlie Ward and uh, David Robert Steele said, and Simon Parks and. Even stuff that I saw on um, Camelot, you know, going the same way. There was a lot of this similar messaging. But, you know, I mean, how many of us, many of us thought, this is kind of crazy that you're telling the black side exactly what you're going to do. Right? Didn't you think it was crazy? I thought it was crazy. I mean, I'm reporting it, but I'm thinking, this isn't any way to, you know, <laughs> to have an oper- a secret operation going on. I but- thought the same thing, except for one detail... Uh, where, where, uh, which video was it that I saw where they're saying that, however, remember that they failed at uh, arresting everybody because obviously there was some kind of a, uh, a threat with a dirty bomb, uh, a briefcase nuke or something like that, as, as Simon Parks said. So apparently... When they attempt it again, nobody's going to know. They're not going to tell anybody when they're going to attempt, it, attempt the arrests again. So I, so I, when I heard that, I thought, well, that, that's that's a smart move because you guys keep reporting everything you're going to do. That's not very smart. If you're going to send, you know, previews. Oh, next week we're going to do this and this. Like, no, no, it's not a movie series, guys. It's supposed to be kept under wraps. And you know, I understand people wanting to be told what's what's going on. Why are you keeping us in the dark? But then again, uh, people are not combatants. I mean, should they be? Shouldn't they be in the dark somewhat? Unless you're one of the the ones in the middle of all the action. I mean, that's that's that was my understanding. Is you you don't tell the uh, your enemy what. You you don't advertise what you're planning to do unless they're following the same the same philosophy as the cabal, where they make a movie of what they attempt to do and then a year later they do it, you know, because they they have to they have to reveal their plans constantly. So I don't know, maybe the good side has to follow the same rules. Well, think I'm about not it. Into... <laughs> think about it. Who won? What was the per? I mean, what 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 ended up happening? Who won? What was the real scenario behind it? I don't know, but I can tell you one thing, that the fencing, okay, that is 
assembled so the outside is facing out towards us, that fencing. It started out around the Capitol building. And then as more and more Army uh, uh, National Guard were coming in, they moved it out farther and farther. And right now, it seems like the fence might make a demarcation between the United States of America and the foreign government, the foreign property owned by the Vatican and the banks called the District of Columbia. And you know how Trump likes walls. He put up a fence. And there, so, so, I mean, this is, this is the, you know, I can't tell you if it's true or not, but this, it make, at least it makes sense. You know, so under the threat, they allowed, under the threat, they allowed all of these soldiers to come in because they were threatened. But at the same time, there was a a fence put up all around the District of Columbia. I mean, I don't know if it goes the full 10 square miles, but it certainly is a lot of fencing. And in that, if if they had suddenly gone in and started putting up a lot of fencing, somebody would have said something. And I don't know how much total fencing is there, but that would have required some kind of a pre-planned operation. Where are we going to get this kind of fencing there at exactly when we need it? You know, it all seems to come down to that fence to me. I don't know. It, indicate, it indicate, indicates preparedness. That was in the works for months, if not That's years. That's what I think. Were, in a moment's notice, the fence went up. They didn't go, oh, we have to go down to the go depot. Hey, Earl, go down to our Home Depot and buy us so many miles of fence. No, it's not going to work that way. <laughs> but you know the, the cabal and their, and their penchant for uh, uh, pre-warning what they're planning to do? They'll make a movie or a series of something, and then have, uh, one year or some years later, they'll finally deploy their plan. If if you want to know about the esoteric crap in the in the heart of Washington, a good series to see that is uh, um, what do you call it? The you know that um, that that story uh, the the story of Ichabod Crane, sleepy what was it? The the town was Sleepy Hollow, I think it was it. Sleepy Hollow was the town of. Where Ichabod Crane, the teacher, yes. he met the headless horseman. Okay, that series was filmed for three seasons, Sleepy Hollow, which is the story of how Ichabod Crane, through magic, was able to be alive in this time. He was like in a in a in a state of um, suspended animation because his wife was a, a witch, and she put him in a in a in, in such a state, and he ends up waking up in this time, so he has to deal with the adventure of dealing with uh, supernatural threats, and he has to be there in, in Washington, D.C. Now, one of the things that's interesting as the background story uh, it keeps evolving is how much magic lore is in the building of Washington, D.C. Like, it's, it's pentagonal, Everything follows like uh, you know, like a, like a five-pointed star. I mean, it, it, the whole thing is it seems to be steeped in magic, and not the good kind. And 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 it's funny that I I, I was aware of it because I, I've seen 
uh, one and a half seasons of that series, but uh, that's one of the things that um, Simon Parks brought up. He says if we're up to him. They would they should deploy wrecking balls on that thing and just bring it down to the ground because the whole thing is satanic to anyway. So he he kept he was guessing that Trump might move the capital either to Pennsylvania or to Texas. So because the the, the White House that he's going to be in is no longer going to be in D.C. So so with their with their thing that they have that they always reveal their plans in some in some form of entertainment, it's a, it's, it's informative to see that uh, Sleepy Hollow series because it just goes to show how much how much magic was used in these ancient times, and how everything is steeped in in uh, dark ceremonies and whatnot is like the places. <laughs> It makes you wonder how, if this is just merely the country, the capital of a country, how unholy is the the Vatican then, which is even older than Washington, D.C.? <laughs> and Paris also has a lot of symbolism in it. And London. You know, Paris, there's, there's the three states, uh, Vatican, London. The Vatican is a spiritual center. London is the financial center, and we're the military center. Those Washington, so those three state cities, you know, um, are the ones that have their own. That, that's where the dark forces, the, the the deep state, the cabal. That's that's kind of where they work, and in how they work. Um, it all goes back to 1871, and the fact that it's a corporation. And the corporation was set up by people who actually live their lives within the concept of enterology, which the stuff they don't want to tell us, we don't want to know it because that's what they use to, you know, to capture the jinn, to make us think that that something is real when it's not. All of this is a lot to do with 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 true manipulation of energies. And yeah, they do it at the third dimensional level, but they also do a lot of this esoteric stuff, you know, with the lines and the all everything that they build is on a ley line, you know, from federal government buildings to you know uh, post offices, that type of thing. It's so insidious that it's very hard to believe. And I've been looking at this for what, well, I don't know, fifty-five years, and I still like go, oh my god. You know, is it really this strange? <laughs> We're living with a bunch of people that well, believe in magic and ceremonial it magic. It's very strange. Isn't it strange that, that the capital of your own country is not in your country? That, that should have raised some questions in people's minds. What, the, what, what, you're saying that the capital of my country is not in my country? I mean, what gives? That... Is a, is a big giveaway that, okay, this is not normal or natural, right? I mean, if I visit Germany, the capital of Germany should be in Germany, not in the in Bahamas. And in that case, I'm not, where they, where am I? Am I living in a, in a colony? <laughs> Somebody should ask the questions. <laughs> Wasn't Mark saying this morning that Mar-a-Lago was was declared the winter White House at one point, and that it has 
skiff room in it, and it has three bunkers in it. And uh, it, it could easily go to be a White House again. But I'm wondering, would they make Mar-a-Lago the White House? I don't know. It was built as a a White House for one, a, a, a you know a vacation spot for somebody. Yeah. With the concept of it being a president, I don't remember who. You think I'd pay attention to something like that? But <laughs> <laughs> you know, and then it never the president, whoever it was being built for, never went there. Why do I think Coolidge? I might be wrong, but um, anyway. But then Donald Trump moved. I don't know. I don't. First off, I don't think I'd want it in the state of Florida. <laughs> you know, I mean, from my standpoint, the capital of the United States being, you know, like fifty miles up the road. Uh, uh, uh. Right. Well, right. if they're gonna re- redo the White House or reposition it, why don't they put it in the middle? Of the United States. That way it's more accessible to everybody. It's our house. Why not put it where we? it's accessible to everybody? Well, That's be, just my thought. Because it's a, it's a, it's, it, whoever gets, whoever gets the capital is, you know, then becomes a state with a capital in it. It's like the whole thing is, I don't know, who knows? I mean... Right now, things aren't going as fast as I want them to, but I did get a download that it was because there wasn't enough people awake. And... Well, it's time for everybody who is awake to get horns and go out there and blast them. Well, is anybody out there in, in, in the chat room, does anybody monitor mainstream media? I mean, we know that he is issuing... Uh, executive orders that I, I did hear that they finally did show up on the registry, Dolly. For a few days, they weren't even registered as being real. But I think what? Dan, what, what's on a register? The executive orders that he signed, oh, the seventeen. Yeah, yeah, they did show up on the official register. But my question is, are they being carried out? <laughs> well, I know they are with the ice. ICE is standing down. Now, this was this was really crazy scary. Uh, Tucker Carlson was like, this is awful. Oh, this is awful. Okay? Um, the, I don't, I, again, I, I don't pay attention to who's being introduced until they start talking, and it's something I want to hear. So I'm not exactly sure who it was. But it was either the an outgoing or retired or somebody who's really, but that top echelon, ICE. You know the the uh, border patrol people. So he said that what's 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 essentially happening right now is that they have to stand down. And what'll happen is that the law reads that if you pick somebody up who's done something and they're an illegal immigrant, you arrest them, you call ICE, and ICE comes and picks them up and then gets them to a deportation center, and out they go. Well, they can't deport anybody. So if they can't deport anybody, the police can't arrest anybody. And this guy was estimating that based on the number of people that they had been deporting, 15 
to 17,000 illegal aliens who have broken the law to be arrested are going to be on the streets of America. And that's what it was really freaking uh, Tucker out. He's like, oh, this is awful. You know, it was like, so if, but, but <laughs> this is on Fox. Is it being told? Is it being explained on mainstream media? You know, they've got this, this great scenario, assuming it's a scenario, to let them take it to the worst place that they could take it, which they are doing very quickly. I mean, what, seven, seven, how many, 10,000 people or something lost their jobs in the first hour that he was president after he signed the, the you know, killing the uh, Keystone pipe, um, which I fought against. You know, for environmental, and well, mostly it was because of the Native Americans who went through sacred ground. Um, but the reality is, is that this this was a very, very important boost to the economy because you're putting a lot of people to work building it, and then you put people to work running it. Um, in Canada, it's it's a can Canadian thing. I'm not sure I agree with the whole thing, but I do know that using pipes from historical records is less dangerous than using freight cars that can spill over with the stuff in it. There's been more damage to the environment with train problems, you know, or truck problems um, than the pipeline And when itself. we had that pipe system, even though I fought against it too, um, or talked against it, um, it provides us our own uh, what, what runs through the pipe we don't have to get it from a foreign country and he's making it so we can't use our own we have to go back to the foreign countries to get our gas stuff you know I, I look at it and I, I firmly could, well oh, this is the other thing and this is really really big and I was talking to Michael Henry Dunn you know he's he's, he's, he's kind of paranoid about a lot of things and um he, I said to him, well, Michael, you know, uh, the U.S. Navy just released copies to the public of three patents. The first patent is a uh, triangular anti-gravitational vehicle. Then there's one on free energy and another one on superconductor that can be operated at room temperature. These are huge advancements in technology, huge. And they've got patents for them. If you've, they've got the patents for them, you know darn well that they've got them. That these things are well, not. they might have that, and they might release it. But who's going to have the money to get it? Because all the jobs are gone, thanks <laughs> to asshole. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Oh, that must be the Fox thing on the uh, Mona just posted the Fox interview. I'm surprised that's there because I'll tell you another thing that happened on Fox on Sunday. Um, oh, I was watching football. Oh, I had so much fun watching football. Anyway, but I didn't get to see the weekend Fox people who I actually like better than the regular ones. And Steve Hilton's uh, Next Revolution show came on three hours after it had aired, and I started watching the rerun. And Steve gets into this thing about Fauci, because Fauci had just been... Uh, uh, designated, I don't know, the head of the health department, or so, I don't know what he is now. And um, so Steve is is making it, I mean, I did a 5G show on 
how Fauci is responsible for what happened in creating the Wuhan lab and the operation and what the what they were actually studying there. So what happened was that the the he's talking who the hell what he talked to a few people, but mostly it was putting it together and showing the connection of how Fauci put all this money from us, our taxpayer money, in an illegal way because Obama had told him to shut it down because the the research they were doing was so damn dangerous. And he gets into the research and he's saying, look, it, if it happened the way that they say it happened, then this had to happen, this had to happen, this had all these improbable things would have had to have happened to have it happen. And yet you've got a lab there that's working on the very same technology that would have created this. And he's saying, I'm not saying it was done on purpose. It was most likely an accident. But still, it was Fauci that was the guy behind doing all this. I mean, it was powerful. I was going, oh, my God, I can't believe he's saying this. So then I immediately went to YouTube to try to pick up, because remember I'm watching a replay, try to, re- to, to, to capture that particular segment. And all of his segments for the, for the hour show were up there except that one. And in three hours, YouTube took it down censored YouTube Fox you know that was like whoa so um, I hope he's gonna get through this Steve because he he tripped a real a real landmine there you know so um, yeah I mean they're, they're, but I don't know what 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 they're, what they're seeing on mainstream media are they seeing it the things that we're seeing I don't know, because I don't watch it. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> it makes me very ill. <laughs> I don't hardly watch Fox anymore, let alone go over to fake news. I, I no, I couldn't do it. I'm I on. I monitor it for you know when 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 there it's when I've got when I'm I just stick it on just because you know something could happen and I might miss it for heaven's sake. So. <laughs> and if it's going to happen, it'll, Fox will get to it before others. And then there was the Fox guy. There's a, a video, and he's, he's Fox. Um, see, I, I don't I don't even know what part of the the inauguration was filmed before we saw it. You know, before the uh, what was it? What was the damn date there? Uh, what day was January twenty? Yes, yes, January twenty. Okay, so on January twenty, according to um Charlie Ward he got a copy of the inauguration and it it technically not even happened yet and he got it like 8 hours before it was supposed to happen and i'm not sure what part of the inauguration i'm assuming the one where they're taking the oaths and all that other stuff the same thing yeah, that we saw yeah that was the part right you know and um go ahead but spain got it when charlie got it spain got it I think Charlie might have been in Spain at that time. Uh, but Spain got it when Charlie got it. They already knew. I, I, I heard that there were other European sources that got it eight hours before we ever saw it. So I'm thinking, yep. how in the name of God? You know, I, <laughs> there had to, I mean, there were, there were people there. You could see these shots of the, 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 uh, 
uh, Capitol building, the back of the Capitol, where they take the oath and everything. You saw that was all. I mean, you couldn't stage all that you saw. And I mean, I didn't sit there and watch the whole thing, but what I was seeing. But then this, there was this short film, and it was from somebody who supposedly was a Fox news person, camera person. And from there, the cameras that were supposedly recording all this were a mile away. All you could see was the entire, virtually the entire commons, and anybody that was on the commons, you couldn't figure out who they were. And he's commenting on, he said, he said there were more people in Palm Beach for when Trump landed in Florida than are here at this supposed inauguration. And he said, well, Harris has just stopped talking. But he's just trying, doing a little side thing about how weird it was because there was nobody there except the people that were involved in the presentation, let's put it that way. You know? And Harris was sworn in before Biden, which I think is illegal. It's, it's at least not the way that I remember the ceremonies going. It is illegal. They were saying it's illegal. Yeah. And, and also him himself, he was sworn in before noon. And yes. he, that was illegal because he was sworn in while the president was still technically president of the United States. Because his, the whole damn thing was illegal. <laughs> you know, it's like it goes on and on and on. And then and then they've got the stuff with the um, signing of those, uh, what you call it, the uh, presidential orders. The dog is all crazy about something. Um, so you got the presidential orders things. You got those seventeen in front of him, and he's sitting in front of these windows. Now I don't know if this somebody was mucking around or what, but the first thing that I started hearing was, I don't ever remember a car parked out in front of the Oval Office. And in the my my monitor is going bad. I got to get a new one. I couldn't quite see what they were talking about, but then I looked at it later and I could see there's a car outside the Oval Office. And it was a parking lot. <laughs> is there a parking lot outside the Oval Office? No. I, I don't think no. so. Right? And yes, that, that was Trump that you saw in the window. <laughs> well, I don't know if it was really Trump, but somebody put, it, at least, very least, somebody put that, I forgot what you call it, photoshopped it. <laughs> it was funny. Yeah. Well, the thing see? with the time is very significant, guys, because... The, these idiots wouldn't wouldn't uh, mess around with something so serious, since they always follow astrology, and they're very serious about their ceremonies, their magic ceremonies. Time and and time and place is everything. Doing things out of sequence at the wrong time, it's like a it's like a joke. They're they're forgetting the rules of their of their rituals. They would, I mean, you know, you know uh, the wrong performance of a ritual. That's that spells disaster. If if you want to fail, you have to you have to mess the rituals in order to fail at whatever you're doing. So if they're not paying attention to such a detail, where where are the mason masters? Are they being left to their own devices? I don't understand the whole thing, Walt. It's, it's, I don't understand. What I'm, what I'm saying is that 
forever as long as I can think of. I mean, you know, these these the, the, these cabal people, uh, they may be evil, but they're not s- stupid and they're not sloppy. So they they fought like the, the rules of engagement, telling what they're going to do before they do it and announcing it in in a as a form of entertainment. That's serious. That's why they they keep they keep doing that. You think to yourself, why 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 would they do something so horrible, declaring themselves what they're going to do? Because by people not saying no, they're giving tacit agreement. The the, the rules of, of agreements. So they are very they're sticklers for these deed is a very sick well case in point. Nancy has pointed it out. Certain things have happened. Specifically, like uh, um, when Trump himself has done, has taken part of some political movement or some action, everyone has commented, even Wilcock, how such a thing happened at such a date and on such a time. I mean, down to the second. It's like everything was planned to perfection. Now you have this thing, this guy with, with this, this Biden thing, and nothing makes sense. The ritual is sloppy, no attention to details. Swearing was done at incorrect times, incorrect sequence of events. So whoever is running the the, the circus is not a mason, obviously, because the attention to detail says it all. And the oath wasn't even the right oath. It wasn't finished, completed. Yeah, and they, they tell me that the even even the the Bible wasn't a Christian Bible; it had the crosses upside down. I I don't know. I don't have television service, so I don't know. So somebody told me that that there, there's a the, the Bible that you see in the uh, in the inauguration is not even a Christian Bible. So, but I haven't seen the inauguration. I don't know what it is. Um, whose Bible are we talking about? Because the Bible that Biden had was a family heirloom. Didn't I cover this last week? I covered it maybe in no. a different show. Okay, they said that, say what? Okay, they said that the um, that he okay. It started out with Harris, and Harris definitely has got two books under her hand. One is a looks like a Bible. Okay, it's thick about the size of a typical, you know, big Bible. And then there is a smaller, like a, the thing that reminds me of is, is something I have here. It's like a, a zippered leather thing that you got notes. You can put notes, your pens in there. and so, You know, like a hand, little, not little, but, you know, and that was on top of the book. So her hand was on top of that. And so I went and I checked, who, whoever said it, I went and found the photograph. I looked at it. And I I show it or I tell Dolly about it, and Dolly says to me, w- 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 "Why would she do that?" And I said, "Well, because she's supposedly a Satanist, and if she touches the Bible, she can't touch the Bible. Satanists won't touch the Bible." And she says, "Well, what would happen?" And I said, "It's like the Wizard of Oz and Dorothy throwing the water on the witch, and ah, she would have just melted." <laughs> And Dolly says, "Oh my God, I would have loved to have seen that." I said, "Yeah, it would have made great TV." So, but that—that's what it started with. And then, 
the same guy talking about that said, and by the way, Biden took an oath and he took it. There was a board between the, him, his hand and the Bible. Well, it wasn't a board because on that Bible, I was able to see the, uh, you know, the, uh, what the hell do you call it? The, the side of it, you know, the back, the binder thing, you know, that holds it together. The, the, what the hell do you call that thing? I've got books that I have them on. What do they call it? binder. I guess so. It's but it's the side, you know, the back. When when you fold the it over back. that, the place where you fold it, you always have Holy Bible. Okay, you always see. I mean, I don't remember seeing a big book that didn't have Holy Bible, such and such Saint James or whatever version or whoever published it, right? And it was on that book, on the one that Biden used. So I just looked up that book, and I could find, I could buy a copy of it from Etsy for eight hundred and fifty dollars. It's an old book, well-known Bible, and the cover is leather, not wood. And, you know, then I could see other pictures, and I said, this is definitely the book. You know, I mean, and then there was the thing about the red dress in the Bible, okay? Because all of a sudden, pictures came out with, um, uh, what's-her-face, Jill, Holding the holding a Bible in a blue dress, I mean a red dress instead of a blue dress. Coat. And oh my Not God, a dress. Huh? coat. What? Coat. Coat. C O A T. Okay. Coat. Coat. Not dress. Coat. Right. Yes. And so you can see the Bible is turned upside down. Now why? And this was his vice president. The, the coat gives it away. It, it, they're doing the ceremony for his vice president's swearing in. But people were using the different ones. Oh, here she is in red. You know, I mean, like the, the insanity that's out there. I mean, I'm just telling you guys because it's so insane. It's 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 funny. It's comical. It's gotten b bizarre. Right? As to what, what you're hearing in the alternative. It's like they've all fallen apart. <laughs> Even us. Look at us. We're talking about these dress or coats. But, um, and that was supposed to be, oh, he's, he's saying he's, uh, he's taking the oath on upside-down crosses. They were only upside-down because the entire book was upside-down. She was holding it wrong. It was upside-down. You can look at the pictures. When the red, red coat, you'll see that. So, but that was up, right? It was the Bible. But the thing of it is, is that if you look up and you say, hey, why did Harris have two books? Well, she had two versions of the Bible, end quotes. Um, one of them being her mentor's Bible and another one being um, uh, the best friend mother kind of person. So she, there's, a, there's a discussion of it. But um, that book, that, that second book that was supposed to be a Bible, it did not say anything about uh, Holy Bible. There was nothing. I couldn't read anything on that spine. Spine. Thank you, Sam. <laughs> I just looked up as I was about to say the word that I didn't know, and there it was. Sam had put it in chat. Spine. The spine of the book. Thank you, Sam. I don't know what we do without Sam. He's always kept getting us right. <laughs> so, he wouldn't um, do very well, I'll tell you. <laughs> no. <laughs> he's, he's a big help. Yeah. So I don't know what, what, what that was about, but this is what's been, if you, if you, you know, yeah, I'm not watching mainstream media. I'm watching the alternative, and that is really crazy. But I don't know if people are realizing. I really want to say to my friend Sandy, you know, so what do you think about Biden since he's been president? 
But my real fear is she say, isn't he wonderful? And then I'd have to give up. I'd have to say, oh, okay, well, you know, this is, this is nuts. They, they, because they're blind. We are in the age of information and nobody knows what the mm is happening. Because... Who well, I is? heard mainstream media is, they're just worshiping, praising Savior Biden. And he can do no wrong. That's what I've heard they're doing. Well, I well we're not in the age of information. We're in the age of stage realities. <laughs> yeah, where they just right. paint them. <laughs> I think you're right. Yeah. Yeah, I need to. Because if, if anything, we're in the age of disinformation where the. The main channels of information are not giving you the truth of any of anything. They're giving you what they want to give you. That's their truth. But you don't get a choice. <laughs> so what? What? What else there, Dolly? Is um, okay. What we were talking about regarding Trump through the window. It and, I, and again, I don't know if it's been doctored. I don't. You know. I mean, they took the video of Trump. And it looks real based on, you know, I mean, they can fool anybody, you know, at any time. But it was such a funny thing that somebody would do if it, if they just did it to make it a ha-ha, you know. And you've got this President Biden. Boy, that just stuck in my throat. <laughs> he's signing, How could you even say I don't that? know. It just slipped out. He's, si- he's, sign- he's signing these presidential orders, right? And behind him, he's supposed to be in the Oval Office, and behind him, there's a window that you can see a car, and the other window, you're looking out, apparently on a parking lot, um, but it, you know, there's no automobile. And all of a sudden, this guy walks by, and apparently looks towards inside the window, like turns around, and keeps walking, and it looks a lot like Trump. <laughs> you know, a Trump. <laughs> And I looked at that and looked at that, and it wasn't clear enough. Like I say, my screen is all screwed up. I got another one um, to see. But uh, Mona's saying two percent has a cl- has the clue or clue. The rest of them are clueless. I don't think it's that bad. I really don't. I think we're very close, but they're you know. And again, who knows? I just I'm just hanging in here. <laughs> and then I heard this crazy ass story. <laughs> Oh my gosh! But I'll tell you something. Linwood said something. Now Linwood is this evangelistic type of Christian lawyer who um, <clears throat> has been very vocal, suing everybody he can, talking about the uh, you know the the election. And he said he was asked, "Well, it, you know, we hear all about this plan. The plan is there a plan?" And you're gonna like this, Dolly. And Linwood says, oh, yeah, yes, absolutely, there's a plan. But it's God's plan. And the people that are out there are executing God's plan. <laughs> I said, wow. You know? I heard that one. Yeah, I listened to that one. <laughs> he tickled me. I thought, oh, amen. <laughs> amen. Amen. Amen, brother. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to think of if there was anything else that was... Oh yeah, the soldiers. Walt, did you see the video of the soldiers turned having their backs turned to the president, 
as he was... That's what uh, Simon Parks said. I didn't see a video, but that's one of the things that... Uh, because in when they were talking about the recorded inauguration and the procession, the only live, the only part that was was live was when they drove him with, over to the White House. But they said all the, all the military yeah, turned their backs on him. And so then uh, Jelly Poo w- took him over some cookies after they had uh, kicked him out of the Capitol. She took him over some cookies and nobody took any. They they refused them. Well, I would too because you don't know what was put in the cookies. Yeah. <laughs> oh. If they're if they're going to kick him out of the Capitol building, my only thought would be, what the hell did they put in those cookies that they wanted the soldiers to eat? I'm glad they turned them down. I'm glad they turned their backs on the procession. Now, I did see somebody saying, oh, and Jill took them cookies, but they didn't say anything about them being refused. And there was no film. I did tweak on that. I said, that was a photo op, and I don't see any film on it. But I did hear, like, you know, because some, some of the Fox people are definitely <laughs> part of the swamp. But I also Absolutely. use I use it to try to get a feeling for what maybe mainstream is saying, you know. Mainstream is trying to shut Fox down. CNN yeah, is calling yeah. for, for Fox to be shut down. Well, you know, and somebody else is calling for anybody that's uh, talking bad about the vaccines to be called domestic terrorists. Oh, and they got something going on about that, too. They're trying to get through Congress, I think it is. Uh, If you talk against the Democrats or the deep state, then you're going to be considered... uh, 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 an, an American terrorist. I can't think of domestic, the correct term. Domestic, domestic terrorist. terrorist. Yes. Talk about filtering how we can talk. Oh, oh, geez. It's just getting worse and worse. I'm just living in Dollywood. But maybe they have to take it this far for people to wake up. But like I say, I'm always afraid that they're not even hearing it. You know? And um, but now let's go. Let's just touch on that uh, impeachment thing. I'm hoping that they do impeach him because it was it'd be the only court of law where you could actually provide the documentation to prove that you know. Of course, that they've got some idiot there. What's his name? He's some kind of a Democrat from Vermont or something. Real, real lefty who's going to preside because at least the Supreme Court Justice Roberts realized that this was illegal and he wasn't going to preside over it. He well, is it that or did the, the blackmail against him make him say, oh, no, I'm not going to touch that one? <laughs> you just don't know. Well, I think if you had blackmail on him, you'd put him in, in the chair and say, find Trump innocent. Let everything go through. Let all of the evidence regarding the election go through. You've got a, you know, a main stage there to present the information. Now, the fact of the matter is, is that they don't have any kind of 
I mean, I can't believe that anybody would have agreed with this because the what what they're contending is that the president said to this group of people, "Go burn down the Capitol," but the Capitol was already broken into by the time he said to those people, "Go to the you know go peacefully and let your voices be heard." That's what he said. But by the time he said that, it was already happened. And the reason I know that is because you can listen to the end of the president's speech and you start hearing all these uh, cop cards coming. They were going in response to the to what was already happening. So how can he be the instigator if the people that were supposed to do this were were there and he wasn't? He hadn't even talked to them. And the and the FBI and and uh, other agencies said that there was a lot of talk about, you know, going to the to the uh, uh, Washington, and also every capital in the Union. Nothing, nothing, not a thing happened, <laughs> except for the fact that they built this fence all around D.C. Sure kept people away. Antifa is causing issues. Uh, I was watching Tucker when you were didn't Tucker play where they beat the hell uh, like 11 Antifas beat the hell out of some older man yeah it was awful yeah happy listeners saying humor humor renders ego based people powerless and it's true I mean it's just I don't know. But the, hey, hey, Walt, the other rumor is is that Harris is a guy. <laughs> Nothing surprises me now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I guess to be first, first. Oh, maybe Jill is too, because you gotta, you know, be a be be uh, be a male to be the first lady. Now. Or the vice president. So I wonder what Jill is. Maybe she's a real female. <laughs> or a little girl. <laughs> oh, that creepy Joe. Creepy Joe. So, yeah, Jan Shaw was looking at a lot of memes that she said were just absolutely hysterical. She said, when when Trump got in, you saw that, that you know, an hour later they were trying to figure out how to impeach him. And she said, when Trump got in, a whole bunch of people just started laughing. <laughs> yeah, I heard from somebody that seems to be somebody who knew. I'm trying to think of who it was. A hundred million people voted for Trump. He won every state. The only thing he didn't win was the District of Columbia. That's what the figures are telling him. I think Lynn Wood said that. I heard that too. I don't know which video, but yeah, I heard that. Yeah. So, whatever's happening, it's not what we think is happening. <laughs> oh Lordy. Okay, so we're at the top of the hour. What would you like to to hear, Dolly? Do you want uh, to? We haven't heard. I came to sing. Oh, you want that one? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Five minutes. And welcome back to the Cosmic Reality Radio Show. It's January 26, 2021. For those people that <clears throat> have not heard this song, it's called I Said That I Would Sing, and it's by an artist called Kirtana. 
K-I-R-T-A-N-A. I can't keep it in the show bec- when we put it up on YouTube and the other things, but you can, um, I-, I highly recommend listening to it. Somebody recommended it to me. It is just a marvelous presentation of what so many of you guys feel. I feel like I'm home. <laughs> I don't feel like I have to go anyplace. I want to fix where, where I'm at. But, um, boy, I'll tell you, I, when I first heard that song, I thought of you, Dolly. Yeah. Yeah. It, it really hits home for me. Oh, very much so. Uh, and Feather, when I first heard it several times, I would, uh, I would tear up and cry. So you're not alone there. Um, there was something. Oh, yes. When you were saying how Walt needed to mute because you could hear him breathe, I wasn't muted then. And I breathe heavy, so it could have been me. Dolly, I can tell the difference between your heavy breathing and Walt's heavy breathing. Oh, okay. (laughs) I just don't want him to be in trouble when it was my fault. Nobody's in trouble. Nobody's in trouble. I'm just trying to make a more perfect radio show. Oh, it's my oh perfection. That's beyond my life. (laughs) (laughs) I just came here to talk. (laughs) Apparently. Apparently. Okay, so I'm going to update you guys rather quickly on the um, the saga of the Cloudbuster. Because Walt sent it to me. My street was being torn up. I didn't really... I didn't say, oh my God, you can't send it here because nobody can get here because the UPS and everybody else had been delivering. So I didn't really think it was a problem because they'd only close off one end of the street so that the people that live here can get back and forth. So I wasn't concerned about it. But then on Friday when it was supposed to be delivered, uh, I'm watching it, you know, and it gets where it should be delivered and all of a sudden it's like stops. And that's when the nightmare began because UPS apparently does not have any live people working for it. They only have artificial intelligence. So I, I'm, I'm signed up with UPS, you know, as somebody because I was shipping with them and all this other stuff from the store. So I've got an account with UPS. And so I get, you know, it immediately lets me in because it's, it lets me into their thing. And all I can find is come back tomorrow for an update on the status. And meantime, I'm like, okay, but is there any way I can find out? You know, well, all I could do was talk to this AI chat box for thing, right? And it didn't matter what I asked, what I typed in. Now, this is not, you know, me talking. This is typing it. I'm typing it in. And the answer that they would give was like nothing to do with what I had just typed in. So I play this game for a few few minutes, and finally I said, this is lame. And this AI says, I'm still learning. You've got to give me time to learn. And I said, like hell, <laughs> uh, you know, that's when I started going to the phone. So I can't get a number. If there's not a number in Google on on 
where where what you where do you get the UPS number? When I asked the AI person, give me the number so I can call. The form that I got wouldn't take any information. Oh my! I mean, every it was like the AI was in com complete control of UPS, and UPS was totally dysfunctioning. So I finally, and I don't know why, but all of a sudden there's this thing and it says, change the delivery address. Oh, yeah. So I change it to Sandy's house. Yes, we've changed your address. Nothing problem, you know. Well, it doesn't come. So I go through the same kind of bullshit the next day. And finally I get the automated telephone system says, your package is being held in Hialeah. Well, Hialeah is a half an hour away from me. And the last time I went there, which granted was 20 years ago, I went to that damn place three times. And yes, your package is here. I guarantee your package will be here tomorrow. I, the third day, we don't have... I, I went out of there and I was screaming at the top of my lungs and to everybody that was in this area that wanted to go to you. Don't do it. Don't do it. There, you know, I mean, I was, I was just like an insane person. So my hesitation to drive 30, mi 30, 30 minutes out of, you know, my, I don't go 10 minutes away. I got to drive there, pick this thing up that may or may not be there because I can't even can connect with anybody that will tell me you have it at that location. I mean, it's like a nightmare. So I call Walt. <laughs> and I said, Walt, I can't do anything from this end. See if the people that you actually physically gave it to can do something. He goes and sees them. No, there's nothing we can do, but you can use this number. He gives me the same DMA automated number that had put me through so so much hell for two days. So I am going to try again tomorrow because I can't go. I've got radio all day. But by Thursday, I'm probably going to have to get into my car and take a hour drive of my life to go pick up something that Walt Silva sent me. <laughs> but it's not Walt's fault. It's UPS. And I should have known better. I mean, UPS down here is just awful. I mean, I can sympathize with the fact that they are probably, what, ten times as big as they were? But, oh, my God. What's, what's, what's happy, listener? Get human. Database for phone numbers that will connect you with real people at large company ships. Company sites. Oh, Okay. And so you click on that, and you can get a phone number. I will try that, happy listener. Wow. And if this works, I'm going to sing you a happy listener thank you song. <laughs> I'll have to make it up. I'll get Walt to make it up. Walt, make me up a song. Yeah, so we still don't have the cloud buster. And, you know, from a metaphysical standpoint, I'm getting a little pissed off. It's like, what? I thought you people wanted this here. Why isn't it here? Well, unfortunately... Unfortunately, the the service gives you the seven the eight hundred seven four two five eight seven seven that I got, which you already have. Oh no! It's that's that's the number that they give you is the same automated number. Yep. No, thank you, happy listener. <laughs> but you tried. No uh, song. Oh. No song. <laughs> no song. Oh my God! It's like. At this point in the game, you know, I don't even know if they know where it is. And, you know, will they send it back to Walt? I'd rather, you know, swallow the money to get it back to Walt so that Walt can, I don't know, 
give it to FedEx? <laughs> well, maybe somebody liked the energies they were feeling from well, the cloud buster, and they kept it. You don't, you know, you guys don't know this because, well, it's none of your business. You don't, you don't care. But it took two months for a resonator to get to Sweden of all places. It went to it went to Sweden. It went back to um, customs in New York. And let me see, something something like five or six times. I mean, I, I had I had no no. You know, in in the in the mail system, when you go to the web the website for the mail system, you can go to the section where you put in a tracking number, and it tells you where an item is. This item, and, and I didn't ship this. I had to go, and it had to be done by the by the uh, employee at the post office because the address for this person was so convoluted. Uh, I couldn't do it on the website, so I needed it had to be done by an employee. Well, it it turns out that I punch in the number that I got, the tracking number that I got from the postal employee, and it says, "No, you have to enter a valid number." And I'm thinking, "What the heck? You mean the, the this number is no longer valid?" So I, I made a mental note to go to the post office and ask them for again for like the third or fourth time where the hell is this this parcel? And I get an email from the lady in in Sweden. She's so very happy. She finally got the item after it's been around the world like <laughs> I don't know how many times. It it would go back to New York. Or it would go to another de depot in the U.S. and then back to Sweden and then back to New York and then back to Sweden. Uh, it's it's incredible. I said to her, "Well, this is the the the, the farthest a resonator has traveled because it has crisscrossed the Atlantic how many times to get to you? So it, it's the longest traveled resonator ever. The only other one that I know has traveled this far is one that I sent to uh, Germany." It got shipped to Germany. According to tracking, it went to somewhere like like Singapore or Indonesia, and from there, it went to Germany. But then it went to Tokyo, and then it went back to. So by the third time, it finally made it to the customer in Germany. The, we were sure that it was lost, but it wasn't lost. It just took forever to get to its destination. <laughs> <laughs> so it's the craziest thing. At least the, the the other cloudbuster that I shipped to California, I sent it via the uh, post office and it got to its destination. Not a problem. Here I'm trying to I'm using UPS to make it a more secure, more dependable delivery. It turned out that the that the uh, the postal driver didn't want to be bothered driving around the obstruction in the street to get to Nancy's house. Because that that was the that was the whole problem is the access to her house was blocked from one side of the street, but if you went around the 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 block, you could go in through the other side of the street. But he, I guess, he was too busy. And I've been be getting I've been getting UPS packages. You know, it's just like 
I, I don't know. I, I don't know, but we're going to stop talking about it because it, it's unnerving to me. And the other thing unnerving to me is unnerving to the dog is that I think that they're taking up all, the entire concrete on the top of the street now all day long. Bang, bang. You may have heard it behind me. They're still working out there. And the poor dog comes to me and he's like, you know, what is really happening? And I'm going, I don't know, because they woke me up this morning at 8.30. And I've never been, for the two weeks, they've three weeks they've been there, two weeks. Um, I, I didn't get woken up and, you know, I didn't hear them before 9 o'clock. And then I slept through it mostly anyway. But this time, 8.30 in the morning, is it's like you don't realize, you know, that stress of that noise. And when I thought about you and your cats, no wonder your cats are so freaked out when yeah. they hear anything out there. Oh, God, if I had been that, you know, I mean, I can just think of them being that close to all that noise. Oh, my God. At least I'm way back. No, see that? Oh, that's oh you 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 just put in the number thirteen minutes yep. late. I wasn't waiting at all. It's just I mean I'm probably gonna have to take the ride over there and. Uh, uh, oh, let's not talk about it anymore. Let's talk about something. Well, let's else. hope that let's hope that in twenty years they have a, a better track of their stuff. Twenty years, I want like twenty weeks. I want a new UPS. <laughs> We won't even be alive then. Right. Couldn't give a shit. Well, she said it was 20 years ago that she had that problem with the, the high. Oh, you mean within Apple. 20 years that they've gotten their act together? I don't think so. I got to tell you one funny story. Now, <clears throat> the reason I know so much about UPS and FedEx and all this is because I had to work with all of them when I was in the you know the grenade making business, and because grenade grenades grenade grenade launchers are uh, considered, you know, weapons of a higher caliber than like a rifle. Um, you had all these stipulations, particularly when you were shipping back and forth and stuff, you know. So we ordered a bunch of parts, and these parts had to be controlled. I mean, they were part of a, a, a weapon system, so they had to be controlled and know where they are all the time. And we get this, this boss says to me, did we get this shipment in? And I said, we were supposed to get it in, but it never got here. It was like the same day, that type of thing almost. No, I guess it was about two days later. And I said, but I, I, I actually, now that you mention it, didn't see it come back. I thought it was coming back. So he gets on the horn with the vendor and finds out that it was shipped by UPS. Well, UPS delivered it. We actually found out where they delivered it, to a neighbor of ours. And this guy was an import-export person who worked with Columbia. And we had had grenade launchers with... Columbia and the amount of uh, paperwork associated with a foreign government and these weapons was just like ludicrous. And for some reason, they took our shipment and shipped it to Columbia. And it went to Columbia, and my boss is freaking out. He's going like, oh, my God, all sorts of laws have just been broken. But they were able to get through customs, you know, and into Columbia two days after we it got to them. And it would have taken us, you know, months and months and months to do this. So my boss says, can you please get it back really quick, you know? And they got it right back again. So the whole thing is just nutty, nutty, nutty. I lost like four shipments of shungite from uh, Europe. It would get to the United States and it get to, to well, it's, it's Opalaka, actually. In the case of the post office, it's Opalaka Center. And those people are known throughout the UPS system as being a bunch of crooks. 
They stole stuff. One time I put a tracer on something that didn't get to the customer. And this was just a, uh, a custom-made barrel. Okay, it wasn't like, you know, one of the biggies. Custom-made barrel. And so we send it back to him, and he doesn't get it. So then I put a tracer on it. And he was, I was going through the Orlando office up there. And the Orlando office said, oh, no, it started in Okwalaka. Well, there are a bunch of thieves down there. You better, you know, you may not ever see it, but we'll put a tracer on it. So that, then a, That's why I chose UPS, to, to make the thing a little bit safer for you, because I remember you telling that story. Yeah. So cool. I figured better, better not chances with the post office. I'll use UPS on it. It was just as bad. Yep. Yep. It, well, you know, I mean, things have changed here. This is this is the reality of what they want to do. You know, make everything kind of slow and sluggish and us fat and, you know, craving, give me some more money. Hey, did anybody get that $600? I did. Dolly, did and, you get it? Annette did, yeah. Annette did. But you didn't? No. Uh, Annette claims me. She's my caretaker. I didn't get it. Not only not only didn't I get it, but the IRS, which owes me five thousand dollars, I've told you guys before, right? I got H and R Block to try to figure out what's happening, and all they have as a record is that I filed. That's it. They have no record of them telling me that they were reviewing my my application. There's no information. It's dead in the water. And they're going to abolish the IRS? Oh my God, I'm going to lose $5,000 in this. It's well worth it. Well worth it. <laughs> well worth it. <laughs> well, know. I wanted to tell you, Annette did split it with me. So I got 300 Well, I didn't even get a... a, a and, and I got the big one, the what? Seven, no, what was it? I don't know, the thousand, twelve hundred dollars. I got that. But as of yet, I haven't seen that six hundred. But neither have I seen my IRS, you know. Oh my God. I'm probably on some. Let's make her crazy. We'll just make her life hell. We won't give her our money. Maybe you're a targeted individual. Huh? Yeah. Because no, we're not going to put that out there. <laughs> No, no, no. High security clearance. High security risk. Yeah. Anyway, um, so that's the story. Um, we'll keep you updated on the saga of the cloud buster. But you know something? We should be able to... Oh, it's not. It's in pieces, isn't it? It's, well, it's just two boxes. One box has the pipes, the other box... That's what I wanted to ask you. You sent me a copy of that change of address form it was for a two package only, it was for a two package deal that one uh, that no, one but it, it only but it only has one tracking number on there yes, two because tracking that, numbers. i know but that tracking number is for the two packages i i see they don't give you both tracking numbers if it's in the same shipment in in this thing well when they give me the receipt there are two tracking numbers i understand that but when they're okay. uh, when you're online or you're talking to them, all they want is one. They, you know, and oh, I mean, okay. like they've got a twenty-digit number, and you're talking to this AI computer thing, and you know, I give them the number, and they go, 
okay, and they find the fault, the the whatever, and then they ask me for some information, and they go, I don't understand. And I'm going like, you just understood, you know, 20 numbers, and now you can't understand what I'm saying? It's like, this was ludicrous. The whole thing was ludicrous. It was ludicrous. I mean, we're in bizarro land. <laughs> oh, my God. Did you hear that? That was a big bang. Yep, there's another one. Now the dog's up. What is it? It's there. They're still working out there on the street. I I didn't even go out to look at what they were doing. At this time? Yeah. It's dark. I know. They got lights. <laughs> oh, oh, I bet they do. I didn't think of that. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't. I don't know what they're doing. I mean, I just don't know what they're doing. It's like okay. I don't. I mean. I just don't want to go out there and look, you know, because they've torn the crap. They have torn the crap out of my bushes. Oh I had, no! I had, I had I had bushes lining the front of the house, you know, on, on one half of it, and they they're parking their equipment so that they're crushing the bushes. I mean, oh yeah, it's going to be a mess. <laughs> Happy I would be sending them a bill. Hey, look it. If the thing works, I'll be very grateful. Oh, okay. You know, I didn't have to pay for it. Plus, I got my, you know, they dug up my pipeline, right? The last time I was on, I said that. Well, now the water pressure, well, the water pressure, you know, ever since I've been here, it's had lousy water pressure. So it's one of those pull things to how much water's coming out. And I just pull it all the way out because it was never enough real pressure, right? Usable, but not, you know, great. And, um... I go in there and I pull that sucker out and it almost blew the the uh, curtain right out of the shower. It was like, oh my gosh. <laughs> I, I had to push it way, way in because I was afraid it was going to empty the heat, the water heater before I finished the shower. You know, so I'm oh, really wow. grateful for that. It's like the toilet filled. You can actually fill up the toilet while you're using the kitchen sink never before you'd have to wait for the toilet to fill up before you could turn on the kitchen this is 35 years i've lived here yeah so it was in bad state when you moved in yes yes Mm. yes and i mean over the years like i i well anyway there's been certain things that were done that made it a little better but this i mean that pipe was it, it, when they took it out, it wasn't straight. It was rounded because it was so rusted; it didn't have any any strength in it at all. So that so that, that does that mean that you've been paying extra because you you would also been dumping water out into the because no of, no it the, didn't seem to be oh. a dumping. It just oh, is, okay. you know and because I've seen these kind of pipes before. I think I talked about it where they're so rusted. But the inside, they're still they're still carrying water. It's just that the inside is so small now they can't carry much water. But it's amazing yeah. how waterproof rust is when you don't muck with it. As soon as they start, you know, as soon as they hit that's it, the, that's course. like the that's like the pipes in Mendoza where I come from. I mean, the water is so hard. Uh, if a pipe is only ten years old, it must be the diameter of a straw of a drinking straw. Because of all the, the calcium deposits in the water, I mean, your your water here, you have to get a plumber to. I don't know if you've ever seen it. Um, here, you're used to having water heaters, where it's a it's called a permanent water heater, meaning 
it, it's always monitoring the term. It's a tank. It's a tank of water. It has a temperature monitor. And all it does, it, it turns on the flame to heat up the water to the temperature that it's set. But it's a tank. In Argentina, they have one thing. It's a, I don't know if it's a cultural thing. Uh, even though uh, thermal tanks exist, they have for the forever and ever, people have used what's called instant water heaters, meaning that you open the, you open the, the faucet and the flame turns on. And the water flows through a serpentine. It's uh, it's like they call it a serpentine pipe. It just flows around, uh, in, and the, and the flame is burning inside this this chamber of, made up of pipe. So it's called an instant water heater because the water, instead of being heated and being stored in a in a tank, is just being. Uh, the, the water is being heated f for the duration that you're opening the, the thing, the, the faucet. We would, well, call, the we would call that a heat exchange. And oh, they, okay. they are a preferable way from a financial standpoint because it only is heating the water when you need it. It's not keeping exactly. a, a tank you know, full of exactly. water. Exactly. That's, that's what I, we're used to. Yeah, I tried to get and the my... Thing is, I tried to get my plumber to, um, last time he was here, uh, to, you know, change it out because I, I had a problem with the, the, the thermostat or the heat or something. In the, and he said, I'm telling you, they don't make anything like this. This is an amazingly good heater. It'll last you another 20 years. Just let me put in the guts. And he did, and it's been working fine since, you know, and that's quite a few yeah. years ago. Well, but, the thing with that, with that heat exchanger... Is that that serpentine gets all that all that uh, all that calcium buildup? It's horrible if you don't if you don't get a, a plumber to come in with the muriatic acid. They put muriatic acid, you know, they they disassemble it, and it bubbles up, and it removes the calcium crust in, from inside the pipe, and that's you get that way you get decent hot water. But once it builds up the calcium, and oh, it's horrible. You have to get no water pressure. You get very poor heat. Living in a place with hot water, it's it's very difficult. The the maintenance that it demands of you, it's so much. It's horrible. Depending on the water type. Luckily, we have yep. very soft water. We have limestone. The water is contained in limestone, so it's very soft. And it's very acidic. I mean, uh, alkaline. I mean, what's the good stuff when it's alkaline, right? <laughs> I forget. It's up. It's up. It's if you if you take if you measure the pH out of the faucet, it it's like blue, solid dark blue, not quite dark, 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 you know, like black blue, but the dark. Mm -hmm. It's pretty impressive. Yeah. So Sam's saying the Japanese did refine the tankless water heaters and have become popular here in the states in the last fifteen years. Yeah, it's. Anyway, so see, see, our listeners get to even learn about plumbing. <laughs> we talk, about, <laughs> we talk about anything, everything. Ay, ay, ay. So, um, what have you been doing other than trying to make cloudbusters that can't get delivered? Oh, I got to tell you, <laughs> I was over on Telegram, and um, somebody—I don't want to use her name—contacted me, and she said. Um, I don't know how she knew I was there, but she did. 
and she said that um, she thanked you and me and Dolly, you know, and a lot of people do. Um, can we have a plumbing song? Happy listener wants, wants to know if we can have a plumbing song. Oh, my God. Um, I'll look for it, Happy. I will find one, or I'll make one up for you. For you, I'll do this. Um, so, what was I talking about? Um, so, you guys don't You even... were on that site, and somebody was thanking us. Oh, yes. Okay. So, I was on Telegram, the thing that's like Twitter. And this woman contacted me, and she was thanking you guys and me for the shows. And she said she had just gotten one of Walt's resonators. And her location is in southern Mexico, Walt. Now, I did southern a... Me- southern Mexico. Southern Mexico? Yeah. Not New Mexico? I haven't shipped to Mexico in, in years. Unless she's the one who traveled across she from the U.S., she travel to Mexico with the device? Well, maybe that. But she she sent me um, the name of her... Actually, I can probably look it up here. Let me see. Uh, da-da, da-da. Uh, okay, just a second. It always befuddles me as to how I'm supposed to do this. Okay, there it is. All right, let's see. Yes. She said it was... In O-A-X-A-C-A, Mexico. O-A-X-A-C-A, Mexico. Oaxaca. And I looked it up. I looked up pictures on uh, Google. Ooh, what a magical place your resonator is. Uh, Really nice. But anyway, I just, I, I meant to mention that to you. Oh. Yeah. She said, I, "So she must have traveled with it because I don't remember shipping well, to Mexico. It's been a long time." She says, "We have a lot of whales and dolphins in the ocean here. <clears throat> Beautiful place." So they're they're looking. They're on the west coast then. Yes, and she mm-hmm. said it's a Ho'oponopono resident. Oh. I just got my Ho'oponopono resonator, but who knows how... Because we had problems getting anything into Mexico. I had problems with Mexico shipments. One shipment of stickers got sent back at the border. (laughs) What the... Yeah, that's what we we had to... Remember we had to use uh, UPS? Yep. No, we had to use the post office. It was the UPS. It was the other way around. The UPS got stopped. So then I put it in a, a, a letter mailer and just mailed it like it was a letter. But and there's... It, oh, so is that a different customer? Because there, there's been two shipments where you had me do UPS. Yes. Send the stickers. Oh, I don't remember. No, I was... I ended. Well, yeah, because I was doing UPS with them. But then all of a sudden they got stopped and sent back. And so then I went to the post. I started putting it in, you know, illegally, probably, <laughs> in, in, a, in an envelope and sending it to them through the post office. Oh, that was it. They they didn't want to use the postal services. They forced me to use UPS. And then when it got turned around, I said, look, we don't have many alternatives here. 
I'm going to send it through the postal service, and you see if you get it. And then I sent somebody else um, a letter with just <clears throat> a couple. They wanted um, some samples of shungite in one of the South American countries. can't even think of which one. I think it was Chile, maybe. Maybe it was um, Peru. Well, I think it was Peru. And I sent it to them, but I said, sending you... Sending you the nuggets is going to cost all sorts of, uh, you know, customs things and things. I said, just let me put some stickers in in an envelope and I'll send them to you. At least you'll have the stickers. And I did. And they got the envelope and it was still sealed, but the stickers were gone. Oh. <laughs> uh, so, you know, it's like, I'm just grateful when a package gets to where it's supposed to, you know? Mm. Anyway. So Argentina is uh, the same way. There's no there's no safety at all in the mail. Sad. Okay. So, so I'm wondering if that post office has a person they hired who sits there and steam opens envelopes, takes stuff out, and then glues them back shut. How would they know to open your envelope? They don't know. They they just they just it, it looks interesting. Let's open it. Yeah. Anything that looks fat or uh, looks like it's carrying something, it's it's the worst. Weren't you the one that told me never put insurance on a package? Because then it, then it'll surely never get to where it's going because yes. it's something yes. important. And in, in the fact, money. the it's it's been decades since our, I, we attempted to send anything to the to the relatives in Argentina, and the last time we did send something, it, it had to do with uh, with paper, legal papers, documents. But the only way we were we were sure to get the stuff down there is we were living in New York at the time. There was an Argentine. Uh, to uh, what do you, what do you call these uh what do you call these businesses that, that sell airfare and travel packages um, travel, travel agency ag- travel agencies that's the one uh, there was an Argentine owner of a travel agency in New York in Queens New York in Jackson Heights and what this man did because he I guess he had a he had a, a deal with the airline or something twice. A week, he would have a, a flight. Like maybe it was dirt cheap, or maybe it was covered. I don't know what it was. But what he did is twice a week, he had an envoy. He somebody that would travel with him, and this person would, as part of the the luggage, would be all the envelopes and stuff that people were sending to Argentina. So at least he was taking responsibility that your stuff would reach a destination. So. He, they were down to doing that to you know in order to ensure mail getting to their destination. Here, the, the this man made a nice business for himself with his travel agency because he he was able to get all letters and packages to their uh, to the proper destination because he was bypassing the mail system because nothing was getting anywhere. Everything was being. Lost or stolen or destroyed. For example, uh, this, this is something else. Let's say 
for example, they had um, they're having a strike, a male male strike, Argentine males, and the strike lasts one or two days or whatever. Well, the mail doesn't stop. The planes continue coming in. So it starts piling up. So you know what they do once the strike is over? You think they would deliver all the stuff that piled up during the strike? No. Uh, my father had a, a customer who was an employee of the post office. And he says, no, no, all the stuff that gets delivered doesn't get delivered during the strike. It just gets destroyed. We only deliver the stuff that had just has just arrived. So tons of, of if, if there are legal documents there, checks, whatever, no, everything gets destroyed because it, it was it was uh, held up because of the strike. So that's that's the level of that's the safety that um, Argentine mail system has, and that's why so many uh, independent mail companies have made a hefty business for themselves. Like for example, Flying Tigers. Um, DHL, these a lot of these carriers, they the in the beginning they they would deliver only to Buenos Aires. Now they're they're all over the country, and they 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 have such a they're making such good money because they're doing what the what the Argentine post office doesn't do, which is protect the mail. <laughs> so, Argentina. Yes, do not go there. Well, you can go there, just don't live there. <laughs> so, Dolly, anything else that you wanted to uh, or you thought about? And yes, Biden is right-handed. I went back in time to when he was signing something when he was still young, and he's right-handed. He might be left-handed by birth type of thing, but a lot of them were taught to, to sign right-handed, so, you know... That was the one. Oh, he signed with his right hand. He's left-handed. You know. Well, nope. And also Hillary. Hillary's so short. She's you know. Well, I took a picture of Hillary and Bill. As a matter of fact, I can actually um, put this in chat. I put. I, I took a picture of Bill and Hillary when they were. Uh, Bush, young Bush was was being. Uh, it was that inauguration when Clinton turned it over to Bush, and a picture from the inauguration of Biden, and there's not that much difference in, in the uh, height, and I think that the difference could be that she's probably wearing heels in the first one, and not in the second one, because you know, the poor woman had something wrong with her foot, remember she had to have that boot on her leg? <laughs> so You mean the one with the with electronics in it? Yeah, that one. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> so I, I, I don't think, I mean, that was, that was another one of those things that there was so much just BS that was being thrown out there about that whole thing. There's a lot of weird things, but there's also this, you know, kind of, oh, please, let's get real here, because these are too easy to, to check, you know? So I just put it in there. chat. You know, and oh, she, I was going to say somebody put it in chat. I just yeah. did, yeah. You, you, <laughs> you know, you can see that she's just about the same. Yeah, she's a little taller, but, you know, she's got definitely got heels on. And I don't, I didn't see the shoes that Hillary was wearing, but I suspect that she wouldn't be comfortable in heels, especially in a cold winter 
of boniness. <laughs> oh, even if she put heels on, the one where she's short, that wouldn't make her as tall as the other one where she's on the steps. Does Bill have arthritis, uh, arthritis in his hand? Wow, it looks like a claw hand. Yeah. He's oh, he's... <laughs> I think he's, he's buttoning his coat. His coat. Yeah, he, yeah, it looks like the, the yeah. fingers it looked like they're deformed with arthritis. I don't know. I don't give a shit. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I really, I'm in a bad mood today, can you tell? Why, why are you in a bad mood? I don't know. But I just want to take everybody's heads off, and I have no idea why. Uh-oh. The patient meter must be running low. Yes, yes. If you hear an alarm, that means that the, her patient's tank is practically empty. Run. <laughs> yeah. Did Anelia say anything interesting? Has Anelia said anything interesting? I haven't looked at the latest, but she's not interested in politics because they're not even tracing that. They're, they're focusing on their reality. So... Whatever is happening in the world of politics has nothing to do with her. That's not her focus. I honor that. I think that probably most of us should, you should, you know, focus on the patents and the fact that we might indeed have free energy. And but just this world of love instead of all this other stuff. You know, the love, the the world we kind of thought we were living in, until we got rudely awakened that there's an awful lot of people out there doing a lot of stuff that we couldn't even have imagined being done you know we, well we that, that's why I told you that when you sent me those uh, the, the copies of those patents I, I put the comment down that Tesla properly so he is the father of the space program because a lot of people a lot of people give credit to the Nazis oh because the Nazis share the technology with the US that's why the U.S. had access to. Well, the Nazis, what they gave the U.S. is the equivalent of a Ford Motor of a Ford Motor T, uh, whereas they kept their Star Trek Enterprise. I mean, they they gave they gave the the Americans just little token of their of their basic technology, where all the most modern thing they kept to themselves. I think it was Tesla who developed the technology that they're now using in the space program because, for example, he's the one who developed what's been, what he labeled at the time death ray. And lo and behold, we have these power, you know, these weapons shooting beams from high orbit. And we have the situation of what happened in California. Remember? You had a pinpoint surgical strike on a house and all the vegetation around that is intact. <laughs> Now the 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 the, uh, the Germans did not share that with Americans. Why would them? Why would they give the Americans weaponry? They just gave them something to 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 buy them, to make them happy. They didn't know what they were getting into, and they kept they kept their uh, the price and the the big expensive stuff. So it, it, I think Tesla is the true father of the of the. Uh, of of the space program, like for example, those triangular ships. That's straight out of the the technology. I, I was reading that that thing that you sent me. It looks like it's straight out of Cater, 
because that's exactly what Cater uh, would describe these things and, and how to make them work. So The triangle ships? Yep. Wow. And how do they, that's, how that's do they, what, what was he saying, how do they work? It's because of the, big, big, the thing with, uh, is that the earth rejects negative charges. That's why clouds float. And that's why, why these ships, if you look at the, they're all negative, negative, negatively charged. By being negatively charged, they're, they keep being rejected by what's known as, you know, gravity, and they float. And also, what, what they're doing in these things, because they're making use of the, of the geometry, they're charging the plates in different intensity, in the different angles, in the different phases, and that's how they achieve uh, the re- direction control. That's how you make it go, you know, left, right, up, down, by by changing the amount of charge and in what direction is the it's facing. That's how you make this thing shift. And also, because that's what gravity is, you know, the the thing with the negative charge, they are able to do, you know, tremendous. Um, uh, what what do you call? It? You're, they're able to defeat the uh, uh, what do you? Uh, I, now I can't think of the world. Inertia. You're able to neutralize inertia. What does it mean? It means that everything that's accelerating. Let's say the ship is accelerating. Okay. When you're when you're inside the car, the car. Okay, you're waiting at a light, and the light changes, and you start the car. Okay, the the car's starting, but you're not. You're still you're delaying, so for a few seconds you experience the acceleration of the car because you are accelerating to be in the same speed as the car. Well, when you're inside a ship and you're moving because you're you're, you're in control of those of the charges, you you don't experience acceleration. You can accelerate a hundred miles in a second. You're not going to get squeezed. I mean, you're not going to be exposed to tremendous G-forces because you're, you're not going to be, you're going to be moving at the same speed as the ship, in the same direction of the, as the ship. So you're able to experience tremendous speeds, and yet you experience no physical discomfort and obviously no, no physical damage because accelerating at, at high G, it's not exactly healthy. <laughs> That's why the astronauts need to train for it or like uh, test pilots have to do high G testing and all of that. Well, that's like compared to all this technology, that's like Stone Age aeronautics because they don't uh, – acceleration is not a, it's not, an, it's not a concern. They can go from zero to 1,000 miles an hour in a second it, and inside the ship. They're not experiencing anything. Well, what did you get off of the patent for the uh, energy device, free energy? What were they talking about? That I have, I I just glossed over it, so I have to read it in detail to see what it what they're talking about. But I noticed that the the one on the energy device is based on magnetics, because I see they're playing with the polarities of and the angle of which, and the other one is about a, the conductor. But that one is actually based on frequency, because I notice 
but it's it's re inverted, meaning that there's an insulator. Instead of when you have a, an insulated wire, you have let's say for example a piece of copper, and it's covered by an insulation to avoid shock shock you know, to avoid short circuit. Now this thing, the way it's drawn, you appear to have the core appears to be an insulation, and then around the insulation is the actual conductor. So I need to see how that makes sense. But, but what they're doing, what they're saying in the, the, in the description, is that the power that's being fed to this conductor is not like DC. It's being, it's, it's being fed with a frequency, and that's what's making it uh, uh, non-meaning. I don't know if it's, if it's going to be resonant to the conductor, but the end result is that this thing is is having no no losses due to the resistance. So it's a perfect conductor. But I have to I have to read more. That that thing really confused me. Insulation on the inside, not on the outside. That that. So I have to read up on the in in details and see how it's being done. And the other one was like a historical document. Where all the text is highlighted, and the things that happened. You're talking about the Tesla documents, I sent you. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 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 Well, I yeah. Well, this was Carrie Cassidy. She put that out, and I uh, I actually took copies, made copies of all those documents, just in case. And that's what I sent you. But that was Carrie. She's doing some good work out there. I like. I like the tell. Well, I never did the tweeter thing, but the Telegram is kind of cool because, like, she put. I've got. I only got a few of them, and um, she's one of them. Simon's one of them. Uh, Linwood is, and you know, Donald Trump and Donald Trump Jr. So I've just got a few people because I figure if these guys say something, it's probably something I should pay attention to, because. My God, there's so many people out there, you know, that have have heard the the same message. Or either there's either you know like 100 million people that are crazy because they believe in in what we you know we believe in. Uh, but the database is just so formidable. And if we were wrong and crazy, why try to silence us? I mean, exactly. Gene Rockefeller. She never wrote a tweet in her life, but she would do what I do, you know, follow these people. I mean, I haven't done anything written into to that thing. Uh, but she, she, all she did was listen to certain people, right? And she got thrown out of Twitter because of being a bad person, just listening to these people. She had never made a tweet in her life. I mean, this, this, this censoring is, is outrageously insane. I got out of Twitter yesterday. I just, I never used it. I never even went into it. And, uh, I only opened it to watch what Trump would say, and then I didn't even do that. So I decided I'm going to fire them. So I Twitter, Twitter, you saying Twitter? Yeah, yeah, and I closed it. Cause you're over on yeah. Telegram still, right? Yes, but I have no idea how to use it. Well, don't worry about it. When I see something that's interesting, I normally send it another way. But I could see, <laughs> see, see, see 
sometimes it's easier just to send it to you on Telegram. So when I do, you'll see that I did it. And, yeah, you know. that I can figure out. That I, I can figure out how to see what you send me. But uh, anything else in there? Uh, I have no clue. Well, somebody said just recently that you know the the networking and the the technology that goes into Facebook and YouTube and Google and all of these you know that we just think about it it's probably going to be obsolete very shortly because there's other people coming up with different ideas yes you know so you know yeah let's just shit can them all and come up with some really good ideas and where you're not dependent on Google sales for your apps and 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 what's their faces uh, apple and all those people you know that's how they got parlor and you know don't go with amazon web you know this type of thing and it's going to happen because there's no alternative they're giving everybody no alternative but to, right. to build new right so sell that well, Facebook. One, 107 <laughs> built a new site of his own uh charlie Ward has, yeah. Yeah, he has one. And uh, Simon has one of his own now because they kicked him off of YouTube, I think it was. He, he, huh? he pointed out something significant. He says, that's how you know you're a light worker or you're fighting for the good side because you get, <laughs> you get light You get kicked off, yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, break my heart. <laughs> I'll just go somewhere nice. <laughs> so we're in the last two minutes here. You guys want to say adios to people or give them a final message? We do have two minutes. Good it's night, not... everybody. And don't 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 be so bound bound to the thought of uh, being updated for every single minute. Uh, the good guys should have some secrets and it's up their sleeves, and I, I really don't want to know. I don't want them to reveal anything. So if I does that mean I don't need to find out? Fine, I won't find out. <laughs> good night, everybody. I'm just sitting back, watching. I'm not even watching the story play out anymore. I'm waiting until one of the kids say, "Okay." This is what's going on when it gets real exciting someday. Uh, just relax, y'all. Chill out. God has it. He won it already. And uh, I'll be talking at you the next time I talk at you. It's God's plan. We're just executing it. Everybody be safe. We'll see you next time. Teaching. You have been listening to the Cosmic Reality Radio Show, produced by Cosmic Reality Radio. Thank you for listening. To